Dark Cast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. Welcome, believers, skeptics, and paranormal thrill seekers, to this episode of Through the Veil. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the mythos of the siren. We're going to be looking deep into Greek mythology and Asian mythology and see where the lines blurred that started to confuse the siren with the mermaid. Let's get into it. Do you all remember in high school when we had to read The Odyssey by Homer in English? You do remember that, right? It seems like that was the staple of every high school English class. Remember the part where Odysseus was advised to plug his crewmen's ears with wax so they couldn't hear the call? and himself wanting to hear the song in an attempt to be able to access Hades, tied himself to the mast to keep him from doing anything stupid. If you don't know about that story, no worries. A lot of people actually didn't pay attention to that part anyway. Now, when we hear the name Siren, we instantly call up images of creatures that have a song that is so beautiful It lures sailors to their deaths. Now, if you remember back from our Banshee episode, a mysterious woman singing in the distance is never good. When we look in Greek mythology, a siren is said to actually be half bird, half woman, whose songs were so beautiful enough for men to try to get to them at any cost, including that of their own lives didn't hear any fins in that description, did you? Nope, you heard bird and woman. According to Homer, the Greek poet, on an island in the Western Sea, um, close to the rocks of Cilia, lived two sirens. At a later count, the number went to three, and then they had moved to the west coast of Italy near Naples. The myth goes that they were the daughters of Forces, a sea god or river god named Achilles. Now, a Roman poet, Ovid, wrote that the sirens were human companions of Persephone, the Greek goddess also known in Latin as Prospernia or Prosperine. She was the daughter of Zeus and Demeter. After Hades kidnapped her and carried her off, Her companions searched everywhere for her and prayed for wings to fly across the ocean to look for her and eventually got their prayers answered. In yet another tale, it is said that Demeter turned them into birds to punish them for not guarding Persephone better. Now I'm just saying if the king of hell comes at me and takes someone that I'm supposed to be guarding, pretty sure I'm just going to let let them have it. I am no match. Now wait a minute. 
you ask, isn't a siren a mermaid? No, my friends, a siren is not hanging out with a crab and a plumpy, uh, a plump flounder somewhere singing about the wonders of her treasure trove to lure men to their death. There is actually a difference between the two. When we think mermaid, we think Ariel, a sweet, mild-tempered creature who just wants to be part of the human world. Going further into the myth and the difference between the two, mermaids are said to be beautiful creatures that are half fish, half human. They tend to keep to themselves and actually bother no one. They are present in almost every culture on some level. Some cultures show mermaids as magical creatures from under the sea who were peaceful creatures. However, in other cultures like the Asian culture, a mermaid was said to be a mysterious sea folk that would either trick humans or warn of impeding disasters. In Germany, they're a water spirit. In all cultures though, they keep to themselves and for the most part, minus a few Asian stories, they're not harmful. A siren, however, is a half-bird, half-human thing that will legit screw you up. A siren is a creature that, once seen, will not hesitate to eat a man's soul. Even though they are the ones luring people to their death, they are not considered sea nymphs or water deities. We heard about the possible father of sirens earlier. But who was the mother? The rumor is that the mother was one of the nine muses. In early literature, sirens were said to have talons and would carry off humans to their death. In the third century, however, a poem entitled Argonautica, which was written by Apollonius Thotis. He is the first one who describes the sirens as beautiful, half-bird, half-woman, creatures that would sit on the rocks naked and sing songs to bring sailors in. The sailors were drawn to their beautiful voices. They were so mesmerized by the singing that they didn't even realize they were going into shallow or rocky waters. The theme again comes up in the Odyssey, like we mentioned earlier. This led to medieval artists starting to show sirens as scantily clad women. I guess womanizing uh, you know, existed way, way back then as well. Christian scholars started using the word and creature of siren as a metaphor for temptation. The sirens in that metaphor represented the sins of the flesh and the promise of death for those who take part. Over time, mermaids and sirens began to blur together and become synonymous and the terms used interchangeably. It seems like the siren lore has changed over time, evolving, getting edited, and even changing altogether from the way it started. It's a common theme when you start looking at, uh, at ancient mythology versus where the same, the same ideology from the same myths today are complete trash and completely unrecognizable from where the myths started. 
An interesting thing to note on that on that topic is that most people think today of sirens as only women. There were at one point in time a male siren called a triton. In ancient Greek mythology, these creatures existed, not to be confused with the titans. Tritons were the other half to the female siren, except that they had beards. It is said that they were the sons of Triton, the ocean god. In the beginning, they were the same as the females, half bird, half human, but the males, as said earlier, had beards. Their job was to escort the souls of the deceased to the other world. For the guys, it was thought that the idea was influenced by the ancient Egyptian Ba bird, who were shown as males as well. They were there to represent a part of the soul of a deceased person who could leave the body and ascend into the heavens. In Egypt, they were shown as a man-headed hawk. Male sirens were depicted on vases that are actually still around today, but just like a bitter female, they needed all the attention, and around the 5th century BC, they were dropped from Greek art, and then the name Sirens became what we call, know them today. Now, no episode would be complete without encounters of individuals with these creatures. Oddly enough, I did some digging and found at least one Reddit user saying they had a siren encounter. This took place in 2018. The user, who is now inactive, said they were on a trip to India with some friends. They decided to rent a yacht in the Arabian Sea or Indian Ocean just for the night. And according to the post, his friends were all super drunk, which to me is throwing his reality, his re- reliability out the window as he was the only sober one on board. Highly doubt it, boss. They started and stated that they decided not to drink that day due to a bet that was made with a friend that they couldn't stay away from the alcohol. At some point earlier in the evening, some of the friends on board said they saw mermaids in the water and excitedly everyone took a look. Turns out beer goggles work well for sea life too. The animals in question turned out to be dugongs, which is a marine animal that is often mistaken for mermaids. The user said this was around midnight when this happened, and he helped his drunk friends inside away from the decks. He mentions that around 3 a.m., now we paranormal buffs know that 3 a.m., nothing is ever good when it happens at 3 a.m., Anyway, he said that around 3 a.m., the party started to die down, and he went to enjoy a view of the sea with some chips and a drink. He was about halfway through eating his chips, and he noticed a few human-like figures coming up out of the water. He thought at this point maybe his friends did see actual mermaids and decided that he should verify this information by getting closer to the water in the dark at 3 a.m. He said he brought the boat closer and from what he could see in the moonlight they all had long dark hair and grayish white faces. 
and did not come very far out of the water. He said they formed a circle around the boat and continued to get closer. He went on to say that he only ever saw the shoulders of these things and was still under the assumption that they were just really ugly mermaids in bad moonlight. He says he tried waving at them and at one point they stopped, stared at him, and began to emit a horrific wailing sound. He said it was the worst sound he's ever heard. But at the time he wanted to hear more, he got closer to the railing and almost joined them in the water. What stopped him though was a glimpse of their eyes. He said they had no irises or color. It was just plain black eyes. Their mouths got bigger as he got closer. He said at this point he had to come to his senses and he dropped those chips and ran. He said he got inside, fell to the floor, and the song stopped as quickly as it started. He was too afraid to go back outside and decided to lose his bet to his friend and drown his fear in some henny and rum and partake in some greenery. He said the next morning, nobody was missing and he was still alive, but the bet had already been lost. Nobody believed his story and they went back to land and finished the trip. A lot of other Reddit users said it could have been a beluga or dolphin in the poor light, coupled with being alone on the sea, could have caused his mind to go into overdrive. I guess we'll never know since we have no evidence other than his story. As sirens go, it's a poor story because we see that it was not a siren. Even if it was a mythological creature, it was not a siren. Sirens were not mermaids. Two different things as we distinguished earlier. So this tells me that this dude was probably partaking in other things that wasn't wasn't alcohol or quote unquote greenery. But however, this makes me want to grab a dinghy and head to the open ocean just to see if I can encounter a mermaid. I don't want to encounter a siren. I'm a sucker for a good singing voice, though, and would probably meet my doom before I realized what was happening. So I better pass the message to my wife that I'm not to be left in charge of planning family vacations on the water for a bit. Now, I do have another story labeled as a siren story, which comes from Reddit from a now-deleted user. This story was about his grandfather, who was an avid single-crew fisherman. This story goes that he was out in a local channel and he heard a woman crying for help on a rock. She appeared stuck, but the grandfather had no clue how she could have gotten there. He looked and saw no wreckage, boats, or any other feasible way that the woman got out on the rocks. He said he was about 10 to 15 miles from shore and he said that her call sounded like it was on a loop or repeat. He knew all the local stories and legends of sirens in the area. He said that it put his, he had put his radio with his headphones over his ears, a la Odysseus. He yelled to her that he was leaving would not, and would not be helping her at all. She did not say anything but looked over and watched him. He said he left and never returned to the area to fish again. The user goes on to say that you don't hear too much about them in the area these days, and that's possibly due to large cruise ships 
that go through the area or shipping vessels. They become scared and apparently they hide from these things. Either way, it's important to remember that you must ignore the call of a siren, whether you think it's a half bird, half woman, or a mermaid. If you do find yourself in the water with them, make sure you have a bronze dagger dipped in blood, as this is the only way to kill them. And if you're, if you're in the water with them, they're stronger and faster than you. Just remember that, and you will lose. Now, it's interesting to note that according to my research, we have three types of sirens. The three different types listed by a Greek Neoplatonist philosopher, Proculus, Plato, said that the three types of sirens were the celestial, the generative, and the purifactory slash cathartic. The first type were under rule by Zeus, the second under Poseidon, and the third Hades. When the soul is in heaven, the sirens seek to unite the diving life of the celestial host. When a soul went to Hades, they were to conform the soul to eternal infernal regimen. That sounds horrible. Another fun tidbit for you guys is a siren does exist, but when searching it, it's called the Western Lesser Siren. This is from the Missouri Department of Conservation site. This is an eel-like creature, or think of it more like an aquatic salamander with external gills. It has an eel. It's an eel-like creature, or it has small forelimbs and four toes and three pairs of gills. They're red or gray, and they have like a bushy-type look to them. Body color is almost black at times, and the belly is slightly lighter. I also looked up some more information on it and found in the southern and eastern U.S. along the Atlantic and uh, Gulf Coastal Plains, it says they can be as far north as eastern Virginia and south through the southern tip of Florida, and as far west as southwestern Alabama. So there you go for all you mythological creature hunters out there. They do exist in salamander form. These sirens prefer the swamplands, ponds, and ditches and are fond of being in streams and large lakes. They are amphibious, so we can't chalk this up to uh, evolution or de-evolution in this case. They don't sing songs that lure men to their deaths along rocky shores. However, that was an interesting side note, but our sirens that we talking about today usually lived in the Mediterranean. Now, I know you guys are probably thinking, are sirens evil? What really is evil, if you ask anyone? If you look it up, it's basically profound immorality and wickedness, especially when regarded as a supernatural force. Something or someone that is evil is considered morally reprehensible sinful and wicked an evil impulse about them that about sums it up it's something that is vile and awful evil can come in many shapes and sizes and everyone's description of evil is different so were sirens evil one source says yes they are deceptive in their beautiful singing they have one goal to lure people to their deaths 
and they take that job seriously. However, I would argue that they're not evil. They're not good either. Let's take a look at the Venus flytrap, for example. It's nature, how it feeds itself. It's a carnivorous plant. It attracts the fly or the insect into its mouth, which then closes around it, slowly digesting the insect over a period of days. Is the plant evil? I would argue no. It is doing what it's in its nature to do. Would a siren be considered evil? I would consider it's doing what it's intended to do by its nature. So ask me, what happens if you come across the siren? If they're evil, we should kill it, right? On the rare chance you might be cruising along one day and hear a sweet, sultry sound, I feel it is my duty to be prepared. All you have to do is ignore them. Just like when your wife keeps nagging you all day about the same thing. It really is that easy, folks. If you hear the sound of a siren's voice and you are able to resist the temptation, they will realize it didn't work and fling themselves off the rocks and back into the wall. So now you guys know what to do if you have those nagging women, I mean sirens. Ignore their songs and they'll eventually stop. Or as mentioned earlier, a bronze dagger dipped in blood. For the sirens. Now even though we don't have a ton of things on siren encounters in the real world, video games in Hollywood are full of siren encounters and stories. In one of my personal favorite video game series, Final Fantasy, you will encounter sirens in several different areas of the game. Now, I haven't played this in a long time, but they are all over several areas. You have multiple guides out there to defeat them as you encounter them. In Final Fantasy VIII, way back on the PlayStation 1 days, you could actually obtain a summon guardian. They call them guardian guardians back then. Um, you could summon them. And one of them was Siren. Maybe... You know, we also have... You know, maybe we should look at the TV show. There, for a brief period, there was a show called Siren out there. Based on a mermaid, though. Uh, it wasn't too bad, but I don't think it lasted um, very long. Now, I personally don't think that such a creature existed at all. And if they did, perhaps they evolved into something else. Maybe they are a beach-loving chick who ends up breaking our heart and being the one that got away. Maybe in the modern world, they can walk on land, and that gives them a wider variety of prey. If these things did exist, who knows what happened? Maybe our desensitization of things has killed the mystery. We are all so skeptical and wary of our world. Hollywood has glamorized horror and things that go bump in the night to the point that we wouldn't think a siren was real even if we saw it. Chances are we would pull out our phone to record her instead of warning to go to her. 
She has more of a chance of being a famous content creator than she does of luring anyone to her to their death these days. And in a sense, it's sad because nobody wants to believe it anymore. There's there's innocence to the old beliefs. Well, my spooklets, that's all I have for today. I know it was a short one, but honestly, there just wasn't much on sirens that we can dig up. Now, mermaids? Huh. We'll save that one for another time. Perhaps they live a life of mystery and we will never know. I wanted to present the facts and allow you, the listener, to figure out what you believe. A word of caution, though. If you're on open water and happen to hear a magical voice, it's best to resist the temptation to steer to the shore and keep on going to avoid certain doom. I thank you so much for joining me today in our episode as we looked at the siren and just just found out how to distinguish it from a mermaid and that they were two different things. So listen, guys, I'm uh, starting something new on the on the show. Um, you're going to go start getting two episodes a week. However, one episode will be a main episode. And the second episode of the week, we're going to actually look at films that present a supernatural topic. Um, and we're going to discuss what I feel about the topic, how I feel it was represented, and, you know, just my general, I you know, feeling about it, a.k.a. A review from a paranormal investigator regarding the topic of whatever movie it was. So we're going to start doing that. We're really excited for that. Uh, you'll, like I said, you'll still get your normal episode every Tuesday, and then we're thinking maybe Thursdays we'll release the uh, review and discussion. We're also toying with the idea of some live streams. So if that's something you would like, go ahead and reach out to me. Just just drop me a note. Let me know. Um, once again, this is Through the Veil. And if you'd like to show your uh, support, you like what you hear, go ahead and hop on over to ThroughTheVeilPodcast.com. Check out our uh, Support Us page. There's lots of ways there you can support us. Of course, the best way you can support us is through giving our show a review, giving it a five-star review, and... Bring in your friends and family. We're always looking for new spooklets to join the Through the Veil family. Well, guys, that's it for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And we'll see you next Tuesday when we look at Ed Gein, the ghoul. Thanks, guys, and have a wonderful day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep an open mind. <laughs>